0: podcasting to all of azeroth this is world of Warcast. i am lindian and i'm starman and this is episode number three. First off i'd like to acknowledge um we have a lot of new people register on the forums i kind of jokingly referred to that uh, last week in episode in the episode two podcast but uh that the, i must say that the forums really have exploded we've gone from 14 people last week to 45 lots and lots of Great posts of suggestions and requests, and uh, just overall great feedback. Um, thank you all very much for the encouraging words, and thanks a lot for all the great topics. Uh, for those of you interested, you can get to the forums at www.worldofwarcast.com/forum. Uh, we've got a couple different forums in there, from our featured segments of the show to general and requests. Um, one thing I would like. To mention, in some of the posts, I uh, referred to that we would talk about this topic and that topic, and um, I just want to apologize. We really have gotten inundated with a, a lot of requests and a lot of uh, good requests, suggestions for ideas and such. Uh, it's going to be difficult to try to say exactly when you may see it in a podcast. Um, but if if we did reply saying you know this is a good suggestion, we're going to look into it. We will look into it. Uh, it may take us some time. But uh, at this point, it's it's very tough for us to say, you know, yeah, you'll see that in the next podcast or, you know, two podcasts from now. But uh, we will get to it eventually, believe me.
1: The problem is that originally we had ideas for what to do in different podcasts, and then we'd either be playing the game, reading the World of Warcraft forums, or we'd get a suggestion from our own forums, or just... Something we think, oh well, this is more interesting than the junk we were going to do before, so we changed our minds. All right, so it's a very,
0: <laughs> it's a very fluid process. Things change quite often. So again, uh, no offense to you know anyone out there. You, you guys have posted lots of great suggestions. We will try to get to them when we can get to them. You know, for for things we think should be on the show. Yeah,
1: we have a notebook. Well, I have a notebook. This, this is my notebook, and it's got a nice big Apple logo on the front of it, and. Uh, what I do is I just write down what we're going to do from show to show. So like last week I had a whole bunch of stuff written down and then, then as we're going through it, I have a whole bunch of stuff scratched out and then arrows going over here and no, we'll do this on the next show. So if we say we're going to do something in the next show and we don't, well, that's why
0: we're going to stop saying that. (laughs) So some administrative stuff right off the bat. Um, we'll talk a little bit about the, the last podcast. Um, we, real, we, we realized, I can speak, we realized uh, after it was already recorded and posted that certain parts of it, uh, we had some clipping and some volume issues.
1: Yeah, um, I've got this equipment, I know how to use it, but somewhere in the path between the microphone and the Mac, there's just some volume level issues, and I'm still working on it, we are playing with it just before, I think I got it a little better but it's just not the way that I want to hear it. And I do realize that the volume level is a little low. I apologize for it. There's just some mismatch. It's, it's not the mixer. It's not the M-Audio interface. So it's either going to be the microphones or maybe somehow, like I said, it's not the mixer, but maybe there's something in the, in the settings of the mixer that I did So we'll figure it out.
0: So, in any event, for those people who are saying they were listening in their cars and it was kind of tough, you had to put the volume up, you know, at certain points and turn it back down. uh, We hear you, and we're working on it. (laughs) They don't hear us. (laughs) Well, maybe not. Or maybe we're a little too loud. (laughs) But in any event, another
1: issue that people have brought up—well, I brought it up—but we've also gotten emails about this. Is that people want to listen to this on their, uh, let's say, their non iPods, (laughs) their PSPs, maybe other MP3 devices. When I first set the website up, I had a direct link to the AAC file and the MP3 file. Now, according to my stats, only I think 19 people downloaded the MP3 direct file and we had several hundred people download the AAC file. That was for episode one. For episode two, I haven't gotten one person download the MP3. And again, we've had a lot of people download the AAC file. So, what I'm going to do is I'll put the direct links back. Although, realistically, with podcasts, I mean, if, if you want to technically define what a podcast is, it's something you subscribe to. So, Windows people should be using Feed Demon, uh, Mac people should be using iTunes or iPod or X. But if you want the direct link, I'll put it back uh, today, tomorrow.
0: Yeah, I would say for the MP3, it makes a lot of sense. There's people saying they wanted to download it so they can put it to their PSP or some other devices. Other people may just you know want to just click on it and see if they like it before they subscribe or things like that
1: which is fine although the AAC file gives you a lot more you get the chapter stops you get the live links you get the different artwork you get a stereo version instead of the mono version that you get with the right. MP3 so if you want to listen to the AAC file you're going to need iTunes or an iPod right.
0: Yeah, you know, no, nothing against you know iTunes or iPods or stuff I mean I I love iTunes I have an iPod I use it all the time it's just Certain people, like certain certain my friends and work uh, co-workers, just some people just have an aversion to AAC. It could be misconceptions. They Why? could think they think it's some proprietary Apple thing that they just don't want to. They think it's some proprietary thing versus an open standard kind of thing when it really isn't. And it's is an open standard. Uh, well, I, I, yeah, I know, I know. Believe me, <laughs> it's it, just it's, Apple's. I mean, so is FireWire and USB. Right. App- I, I, Apple. Def- I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Certain people have that that perception. They just see AAC MP3. They're like, AAC, uh, I don't know what MP3. I know what an MP3 is. I've dealt with MP3s for a long time, and they want to go ahead and download it. Well, it Apple
1: Apple defined Firewire. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't anyways. know what these people
0: are smoking. But, but well, anyways, so yes, yeah, so I think it would be a very good idea to put the direct, uh, direct download link for the MP3s.
1: Another thing that I want to say is I started putting some links to Amazon.com on the website. I don't want to flood the website with ads, but people do have to pay for this, meaning me. So, what I would like people to do is that if you want to download some, if you want to buy something from Amazon, be it either a podcasting book like I have on the bottom link, or maybe something related to World of Warcraft that I have on the upper link, click there throw a few cents our way because this equipment isn't cheap and you know we're not looking to make money off of this at all but it would be nice to at least cover the cost of this
0: and we're not looking to throw up lots and lots of ads so we get you know lots of different things there's certain things with content that we don't want to see come up on there we're not going to really go into it but just suffice it to say that what we have up there is useful um, there's this one great book that uh, Starman here is reading, and that's the whole what inspired us to start the first Amazon link.
1: Yeah, I got this book – well, only because – I mean, look, nothing against the author of the book because the book is very, very good. It's Podcasting the Do-It-Yourself Guide by Todd Cochran. However, it was the only book that Barnes & Noble had. <laughs> so it, it, it is very good, I have to say. I've looked at the other books since then. They're all very good, but this one really does – hold your hand through the entire process it does get a little technical at some points I, I can see people that have never done any kind of audio recording in their entire life going i don't get it but it does a very good job pick it up click the link on the website
0: if you want please yeah that'd be great or if you want to go pick up that you know old expansion pack to a warcraft three that you never got before we have a nice link over there too
1: It actually has a link to the collector's edition of World of Warcraft. (laughs) It really does, but it's $225, which is even more than what I paid for it on eBay (laughs) back in February. Collector's
0: edition, that's just
1: classic. It's a good box. It's a really good box. Plus, you get to pick your choice of a panda or a zergling. Or you get the little mini Diablo as a pet. And what's cool is that you get one for every character that you create under that. Every character? Every character that you create under Not that just account. One. I've got, I don't know, what, seven, eight little accounts. I mean, my daughter's got a few. I've got a few. And then I've got my other account. and But the one that I started with, the collector's edition, every single one of them has that little package in your inventory. And... At, when you first start the game as level one, you can get your little Zergling or your Panda or your mini <laughs> Diablo. And
0: so if you're jonesing for that collector's edition, you know where to find it.
1: <laughs> it's good. It's got a hardcover book with all the artwork in it. It's got a collector's CD soundtrack, and it has a cloth map of Azeroth, and what else? It's got You don't even know because you no. don't have one. No, so I don't I'm have looking one. at the box up there and mm-hmm. going, hmm, what else is in there? I know there's something else. Oh, uh, the DVD. It has a DVD installer. So you That's don't have nice. To, yeah.
0: You don't have to go through all the different CDs, yeah. And it's hybrid,
1: PC, and Mac. So I'm not pushing it because of the Amazon link, but it is a really good box. And I'm into collector's editions. And I bought the Guild Wars collector's edition. I'm going to go into Guild Wars later. And that also has the soundtrack and, and a book of artwork. And it's done very nice. So it's good, but I'll get into my full review in a little bit.
0: So I should probably mention that I've uh, come back with a vengeance for my little hiatus of uh, playing since I was on vacation last time. Uh, I hit two levels. I am now halfway through forty-eight. How much rest did you have? I had I had at least two three weeks. I had I blew through all my rest. I played. I had a marathon session on Friday. I think I started uh, probably around eight. At night and went through. I think I finally knocked off around four in the morning. Jeez. (laughs) I went through all (laughs) of Zolfarak that was very cool I have my carrot on a stick very very happy you and finally got that finally got my it's carrot on a stick time. actually I only I got that this morning because when we finally finished it for it and I was in Iron I, t- I teleported to Iron Forge and I, you know it's kind of Jones and shit I was like I had like a sliver I had maybe about maybe not even a thousand EXP to go to ding and I'm, and I'm like Ugh, I have to go turn in these these quests and it's like I'll do it tomorrow <laughs> or later that day no you but, don't do that I never go to bed until I'm done oh, I, I couldn't I had four in the morning man <laughs> <laughs> Not four in the morning. I couldn't. You're such an I couldn't. amateur. I'm. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I have been away for a while, so yeah, I haven't. Uh, the The endurance factor definitely isn't there. But uh,
1: rest is interesting. I still think that. Blizzard put that in there to keep people from being on the server twenty four seven. Oh yeah, Here, go away! We'll give you some XP. Just go away <laughs> yeah, for really? a little
0: while. Absolutely. In, in the beginning, in the beginning, before they started building all the new servers, absolutely, that that that's that was the, pretty much the reason why people tell people, you know, hey, come back like in a week's time, we'll give you a full bonus, and your experience will fly just as if you know you played every single mm-hmm. day. Right. I kind of wish it was more. I mean, sometimes in my schedule, I don't get to play as much. But that that person we talked about, the guy who plays the the female character, who's really not I actually group with with him, oh, yeah, him, yeah, yeah. her, or whatever you want to say. Uh, I'm not going th- to mention person's the not mention a person's name. I did ask if he's into podcasting because I was kind of going to throw the URL at him and see what he thought. But you now he doesn't. He's not much into podcasts. That's... But uh, but group with him that was very very cool. In fact, I was grouped with him also in the Marauden. I was playing a bit, uh, trying to finish up all the Marauden quests. I only have two of those left now. The princess and one of the cons, con number three. Con. He um he he I don't know where the heck he is. He either wanders or 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 whatnot, but we spend a good couple of hours trying to find him to finish that up as well. Don't you have the map? Uh, from yes. Cosmos? I do have the map from Cosmos. Oh, the Atlas. By oh, the way. if he oh. wanders, I guess I wouldn't say it.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't well, say it, could, it. It could show the path.
0: And one thing I actually wanted to mention is um, in the last, the last podcast when we are talking about Cosmos, I said there are like 30 or 40. There's not 30 or 40 maps. It is strictly for instances, and there's about like 21, 22. Yeah, I didn't think there were a lot. So I'm sorry I misspoke a bit um, from, from the last time. A little correction there.
1: And we are going to go into other third-party add-ons Did you see the email from... No, it wasn't an email, but it was a a message from Blizzard that said, if you're having problems since the last patch... Turn off your third party Yeah, I saw stuff. that.
0: As, as soon as we applied 1.6, which we'll, you know, we're going to get into a little bit later, the 1.6 patch, that was the very first thing you saw when you logged in was like, we highly recommend that you turn off any add-ons, right. put, and wait for them to get... Now, actually, um, I forgot to update Cosmos, and the very first thing I saw after applying the patch was a warning right from the game itself right. saying that these things are out of date. So
1: It would be nice if Blizzard would just add on just a few things that cosmos and, and all the other add-ons do like maybe time even, even XY coordinates which I said in the last podcast you, you would think would be intuitive for a game like this it's, it's like mp3 players that don't show the track time
0: but you know going back to cosmos to give credit where credit is due I went out and downloaded the latest alpha you know and then applied it and went right back in the game no warning went right through. No bugs that I can see right now. Good. But um, I, I did notice, though, that the the alpha release was dated on the 12th and is still dated on the 12th, even though it's supposed to be, like a, I guess, a a daily kind of thing. Or maybe they just I make changes to the zip file. It
1: could be that they just did the alpha for some quick fixes that they knew they could, they could just crank out, and they're probably going to make a more stable release over the next few days. Right. They're good at that. I've been playing... Of course. Of course. <laughs> I also... And, and I said something about uh, about this in episode one, about how I called Lindy in a weenie for letting his EQ2 subscription lapse. Posh. Yes. <laughs> well, I deleted my second account, and I put... Oh, wait a minute. I put my my main up on the auction block on the new station exchange. So you, what you can do is you can take your character and put your entire character and their gear and everything, and you can sell your character. You've got to be kidding. And me. so the last I checked now, my character right now is level 33 in EQ2. Last I checked, there was a level 39 that was going for like
0: $120. You've got to be kidding. No, me! No, I kid you not. So my you swore you would never, ever do this before. No, I
1: swore I would never, ever quit EQ1. I never said that I would never quit EQ2.
0: But no, no, you, you just had a problem with selling, just putting stuff up. Or so So now that Sony came out with their official thing, yeah, now you I'm feel do, much I'm more gonna comfortable gonna, about it?
1: Yeah, because now if I'm going to delete my character, I'll like make some money back from all the time that I put in. Oh, okay. So that's what I'm going to do. So what I'm going to do is delete my character on EQ2 after my character sells, keep my EQ1 account, and still continue playing Wait a that. minute. What do
0: you mean delete your character after it sells? Well, I
1: mean, I'm sorry. I delete my account.
0: What you can do is you can
1: you can delete your account and then immediately resubscribe to just EQ1. It'll cost you a few dollars less a month. Oh, I see what you're saying. Because so- I'm not playing Star Wars Galaxies. Mm-hmm and i'm not playing planet side and i'm not playing eq1 for the macintosh anymore or on the so, ps2 Well, that's a, yeah that's right that's part of their their new right. thing
0: their access pass the access pass so so what the character is actually transferred out of your account to the other person's account
1: what you do is you transfer it to a different server and that server is specific for anybody that wants to buy and sell things for real money Gotcha. i think it's ridiculous <laughs> I think the entire system is ridiculous. That's it
0: interesting. Is. Yeah, that, you know what? I'm, I may actually then go ahead and reactivate my account, see if anybody wants to buy. I mean, it's it's not like a level twenty-two or something, but I don't know. Maybe you can make a be. few
1: bucks. I still don't like buying things that you're supposed to work for in the game, like gold, like gold. Well, gold equipment, anything like that, you work for it. So, right. but why am I? <laughs> but here I am going around. I'm selling my character. Well, that's only because Sony allowed it. So I'm going to do it. I, yeah, whatever. Anyways,
0: all right. Let's get in right into our first segment. Then let's talk. We're going to talk about the 1.6 patch.
1: Blizzard put out their 1.6 patch the other day, and there are some really good additions to this. Blackwing Lair was released. The Darkmoon Fair has been released also, which is supposed to be a traveling fair from zone to zone. I haven't seen it myself yet, but I haven't been looking either.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen it either, but I have heard about several people talking about that.
1: We're not going to go through each and every patch note, of course, because that would just bore people to death. We're just going to pull out a few things to which caught our eye. There some error clarification messages, some fixes for the Macintosh specifically. Oh, here it says that on the PvP Honor system, there's supposed to be a progress bar showing you how far along you are to your next level. Oh, that's good. Well... No, it's not, because I can't find it. It's oh, not, again? it doesn't. I ask people in the game, and they can't find it either, unless it's hidden somewhere. But I, clo- I go to the Honor tab, and it's not there. So unless it's somewhere else, I haven't been able to find it.
0: I wonder if Cosmos may be affecting that. Maybe some new I UI thing that Cosmos may be stomping on.
1: I tried it on a machine that I didn't install Cosmos on. Okay. So it's not that. And And as
0: I mentioned before, um, I updated to the latest alpha of Cosmos right after applying the patch, and it warned me about that, and I haven't seen any problems so far. That's Well, (laughs) actually, let let me back up a bit. Um, You you mentioned before that there are specific Mac fixes. Yeah. Well, (laughs) right after I applied the patch, uh, this is like the first time in like a very long time. I don't know if it was the patch, or I don't know Apple also put out the 10.2.4 update. I got... 10.4.2. Sorry, 10.4.2 update. I got... Four kernel panics while playing the game, starting since from from like Friday through to today. Although today, um, like this morning when I was playing a bit, I got one, but then after that, I had hours and hours of game time where I didn't. So yeah,
1: it, it could just be a permissions issue,
0: right? Or it could be something uh, particular with my machi- right. my machine. But it was just I found that highly ironic. So
1: there are some fixes for classes. Again, I'm not going to go through each and every one of these.
0: I'll go over some of the mage stuff in the mage's tower.
1: The one important thing is that Warlocks and Warriors got a free talent change update. So Really? Yeah. So what they're allowed to do, based on some of the other changes, is that they have a free reorganization oh, for their talent tree. It would be good for us to play Warlocks on the Horde side
0: absolutely we, we started those those guys up and we'll, we'll be talking more and more about them we, you know we got some feedback saying you know people kind of tired of you know, hearing about mages and druids but you know those are our mains you know not for nothing those are our mains this is what we know all about but yeah we are playing other characters and we'll we'll get to that as the podcasts go on
1: right and we have the warlocks and I have a priest you got to start something new <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> but we're gonna get some guildies in here as soon as I get skype working
0: right so does that mean i have to start like the the warlock uh, tower along with the mages tower no 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 we'll figure something out all right
1: some other changes to the user interface if you shift click an item and you're in chat it's supposed to put the item in there i don't know why that's different than what you had before but okay one thing that bothered me is that they changed or they added some flight paths on the horde side and there's a flight path on the alliance side that Desperately needs to be added, and that's Theramore to Astronar, because right now they have one that goes from Theramore to Aberdeen, and I took that flight today. Now, in the last podcast, I said, "Oh yeah, you know, on a long flight, you know, you just go and, and do that." This was incredibly long. This is longer. This is the longest flight I've ever taken. Right, and it was ridiculous. I it took, it had to have taken at least three or four minutes, and and in fact, it might have even been longer. I'm just wondering if it was my perception of that flight. That flight was hideously long. and But then, see, the problem is that you go from Theramore to Aberdeen, and then you got to go from Aberdeen to Astronar. Well, why don't they just have one that goes directly to Astronar?
0: Yeah, I, I went through this similar thing from uh, Nigel. I actually just recently changed my uh, stone. My stone was set to Nigel because I was doing marauding and some other stuff in close proximity to Nigel, and, um, I, you know, I, w- I was going to complain because from Nigel, there's only uh, a flight to Theramore, not to Gadgetzan, so I needed to get to Gadgetzan to do Zolfrak and uh, go to the Shimmering Flats for the turn-ins and stuff, and at first I was kind of ticked off until I realized that one of my turn-ins from Zulfurak was in Theramore, it was Tabitha, so actually I kind of worked out good so I can stop there first go do my turn in right. ding go back and then go to Gagetstan but I can I can empathize it's the same kind of a thing I you know I sent my stone to Nigel because I'm doing Moradin and a bunch of stuff right there in Desolus, so it's very very convenient if I wanted to go solo and stuff right. but if I wanted to go to for example if I want to go to Ashtonner I have to fly to Alberty. Mm-hmm. and then come back down to Ashtonar. If I want to go to Gadgetzan, I have to fly to Theramore, and then come down to Gadgetzan. See, so there's no direct... What's with the... Yeah, it's, it's a little a little pet peeve. But. Right,
1: it doesn't make any sense. Look, I'm looking at the map. I, in fact, I have to put a link to these maps. I found these amazing flight path maps on the internet, and I might have it in Safari. I will check real quick. But... Looking at the flight paths, yeah, there is just absolutely nothing that goes from Thermor. <laughs> I'm flying through these papers here.
0: That's all right. You know yeah, what? We'll, um, we'll, we'll, from, we'll yeah, go ahead and start. A thre- we'll go ahead and start a thread over in the forums, and we'll go ahead and post the the links to it there. So that's a slash forum Check under the featured section. We'll have something for uh, for this segment posted there. You can go check and find those links there. Yeah, it is I, I great. Found it. Great it's,
1: maps. It's right here, Thermor Isle. A dark shore. It's this very long line. Ugh. So they really should add that. I, I, I would like to ask anybody that posts on the suggestions forum on the World of Warcraft forums, please suggest that to the dev so maybe they can add that because it really does need to be added especially if you're doing anything in Fellwood. Now, granted there is, of course, uh, there's a flight path in Fellwood, but it's in North Port of Fellwood and it it could still take a very long time to to go south into the the north section of Astronar, uh, of Ashenvale. So please add that devs <laughs> if you're listening. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to get to Blackwing Lair at some point. We still have some other things for our characters to deal with. And then we'll get to Blackwing Lair as soon as we can. And w- I know that we also promised there's some changes to Battlegrounds, which we haven't even touched on Battlegrounds yet. We will again. There's just so much content in this game, and we only have an hour for each podcast. So we're we're getting to everything as we can. And people ask us, why don't you do more than one podcast a week? There are two reasons: time and bandwidth isn't cheap. (laughs) Right. So I mean, we're pushing the limits on the bandwidth of our server as it is. So, if anybody wants to check out the patch notes, just go to www.worldofwarcraft.com and right on the front page is a link to the 1.6 patch notes. And now Lindian's going to do the Mages Tower.
0: All right, welcome to another edition of the Mages Tower. I'm Lindian, your host of the Arcane, everything uh, intellectual and uh, nuking. Um, I don't
1: know if I would say intellectual.
0: Of course. I, you know, I am an intour, so I must mention that at least once, if not many times in my broadcast. Um, first thing I'd like to do is uh, revisit a topic that we had, even back from podcast one. We had some uh, new information uh, that was brought to our attention just recently. Uh, the invisibility for mages. So if you remember, uh, from a previous Mages Tower, I was talking about a post from a Lutheran who asked for some more information from our podcast episode one. And I did a little research and really didn't find out too much more information. They had invisibility back in the closed beta. It was nerfed, um, which means basically it was removed from the game due to um, some balance issues, rightfully so. Um, mostly, I think, from PvP, which another person posted and reminded me of. I, forgot, I neglected that to mention in the last Mages Tower. But yes, that was definitely one of the reasons why they did get rid of it, and rightfully so. And just today, um, Valloway posted and, meant, and gave us a link to the World of Warcraft general forums, which I didn't look at last time. I was looking at the Mage forums. And lo and behold, here is a post from Ionix. Saying that the mage invisibility, what well, you know, was removed and is in the planning stages to be put back in the game.
1: Is he a uh, is he a blue?
0: Yes, he is a blue. He's, so that's an official a, statement. That is an official statement from a Blizzard employee. Yes. So, just to surmise his post, there the development team have been discussing it, and they have a bunch of ideas kicking around for how to bring it back and in what kind of form. And uh, Ionix has said that when he has more information on a subject, he will be sure to share it with us. This was posted on uh, 716 at 1115 A.M. Pacific time. So good news, good news. The invisibility is coming well, back. Wait,
1: wait, wait. I don't know if everybody would think it's good news because some people might think it's very unbalanced.
0: Well, it's definitely not coming back in the state in the state that it was back in the closed beta. Okay. So yeah, there's there's it's definitely gonna be modified. There's PvP issues content avoidance issues just to name a few you know I don't want to go on too much about all the different uh, things because I did go through most of those forms and it was people complaining about this and that but uh, it is in the works it is being discussed by the development team uh, no information yet on what it will look like when it comes back into the game but uh, definitely keep your uh, keep your eyes and ears open for this one as soon as I hear anything more like if it's put on a test server I'm going to be all over that checking it out and i'll probably and i'll have another segment for it uh in the mages forum so uh thanks again to uh for bringing this to our attention
1: did they make any significant
0: changes in the 1.6 patch um looking over the uh patch notes here for the for the mages uh no not really um looks like a bunch of minor uh changes here uh some changes to some of the frost spells and detect magic spells looks like it wasn't um doing damage to certain types of mobs where it should have been. Um, one minor thing to note in the arcane tree is the arcane instability, where it's supposed to give you a 3% chance to do crit damage, and looks like in reality it was only doing 2%, so I guess somebody out there with a parser was checking it out, I guess before and after, or maybe the devs checked the code, or something like that, so minor little tweak. Um mostly mostly frost things it looks like here some uh, targets that may have been immune would, would no longer be affected oh so it looks like actually some things that were supposed to be immune you know we're getting seeing some of those frost effects which is which has been fixed but uh, minor minor things nothing uh, nothing earth-shattering that I can see so um my feature topic for this week is mana conservation I'll give you a, a little tip something i um did myself just uh just today when i was going from uh going through marauden um mono conservation. so i touched upon this uh brief well not really briefly i touched upon it on uh on previous podcasts and one of the ways to distinguish uh, you know a good mage from a not so good mage is um even if you have a large monopole like you know me on. I don't want to brag, but I have almost a 6k monopool now. But even even so, you know, if you have to sit and drink even after even after two, three or four mobs, you know, it it kind of does disrupt the flow. Lots of times people are, you know, there for a long, long run through an instance and one just like just like it happened with me, one person was just really eager to try to get us going, you know, let's get going, let's get going, and you know, our, our group leader had to tell you some, hey, you know, calm down, okay, because he was, like, one of the tanks, and basically just wanted to keep pulling, 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 and, you know, the the tanks would, will respect if, you know, a healer wants to, you know, needs to, to drink and get their mana back, because obviously they're going to heal them, but... You know, in, in my experience, I haven't seen too much where people are too considerate, where you know mages and other characters would have to you know stop and drink after three, four, you know, even five mobs.
1: But it's usually other characters also. It's not just mages, right? I mean, it's it's not like you're holding up the group yourself.
0: Yeah, well, it's just an observation I've had from the last couple of groups. Um, my observation has been really some tank type classes and some like maybe somebody who's pulling for the group if it wasn't me uh, again like a rogue or somebody with like a bow and arrow or anybody even like a druid or something just you know the person doing the pulling seems to respond much more to their healer saying stop <laughs> I um, need mana some,
1: no but I, I have a counter to that even though it is not the norm but I was in Zulfurak yesterday as a healer main healer doing fine but As you said, there was some hothead that wanted to just sit around and just completely ignore what I was telling them. Yeah, That's when you let that person die. And we did, (laughs) and we wiped, and that was the end of that because this person would just run over to a group of three or four mobs, and and anybody who's run through Zulfurak knows exactly what I'm talking about, and just ignore the fact that my my mana was down to only maybe 20, 30%. And I'm sitting there drinking. And I would actually say, like in EQ1, we would say, uh, metting. And in World of Warcraft, we say, drinking. And I would say, drinking. Just like I always do. Make sure that you communicate with the group and the person would ignore me. You and know, And I- they would say, heal me, heal me. Well, guess what? I don't have the mana to heal you because I'm healing you and him and her and... You know, doing what I have to do, and I just don't have the
0: monitor to do it because you pulled too fast, too soon. Right. And, you know, I've actually started using slash OOM, the voice chat, saying that I'm low on mana. And actually, it's... That's a good point. That, that, that people actually, don't use that. People don't use that. And actually, that's that, that'll be part of my, my, my tip well, here should, is definitely... Yeah, we should
1: do that one week, all the voice emotes.
0: Because that, that definitely worked. I actually switched to that to start doing it, and I noticed that things got better. But one of the other... Uh, my my tip here for for the day on the mage's tower is um, some. Uh, I, I must admit it's not my own tip. Uh, when I was doing Ulderman many levels ago, uh, someone mentioned this to me because um, the, the the person was playing a mage, but they had uh, like a level sixty mage, and this was one of their alts. And it's something that's very very effective. I used it, and it definitely prolonged, you know, my uh, my ability to fight. Um, since i follow the arcane path one of the very first talents that i maxed out was the um, the concentration the ability to get that that state where you can have uh, your next cast will be hundred percent mana free yep. so the 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 tip here is scorch scorch is a uh, lower level well it's a it's a fire spell very low cast time fire spell and very low mana i think it right now for me i think it costs about. I don't know. It's it's under 200 mana. It's between 100 and 200 mana. And it's very quick to cast. Two, three seconds to cast. So the tip that I got from the guy was just spam Scorch. Just keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. That's it's why really, I've seen very, do that. That's right. The little Just that little fire flash thing you see on the mob kind of looks like a... Not even like a light spell, but it's not like a big... It's only like a little, little yeah. red fire flash. And we keep doing that until... That spell casting state pops. You can know, sound a ching. That my my next my next spell mana free. That's when I'll come in with the bigger oh, nuke. Oh, that's why they do that. That's why they do oh, that, right? All right, that's a good. So tip. it yeah, it's a very good. It's very very good because at, when I first started out, and that and that that person was you know just kept pulling, and I had to sit and drink. And yeah, even with a six k mana pull, you know. After four, five, six mobs, or actually, it wasn't even that. We would pull like two or three at a time. So, so even after that, after a while, you know, I I just I just have to stop. And and this worked. We were with another mage. His, I mean, he was. I think he had like a five, four or five came on the pool. But he, even still, the other mage was playing similar to, similar to me. And
1: you know what they say about people with a large monopool? What's that? Short wands. <laughs> It's not the size of your wand; it's how you use it. <laughs> okay, thank you, Austin.
0: <laughs> but, uh, anyways, so that that's that's my tip for all you mages out there. If you find yourself in the group, where they seem to be to be pulling too quickly, or it's just tough to keep up with all the mobs, definitely put the points in the arcane tree. Get that clear. I think it's a clear state they call it. That clear state um, maxed out for you know the percentage for for, for getting it maxed out. Spam, uh, well, when I say spam, just keep casting over and over again. a uh, Lower level spell, you know, does de- eh, okay damage, but very low mana. Keep casting it and casting it and casting it until everything pops, and then, boom, you can go in there with your big nuke, be it a fireball, be it the arcane missiles, uh, what have you.
1: One question about that, and it's a good idea, but you know how there's that, that time between when you can cast your next spell normally. Yes. Do you find that you have to cast that lower level spell too much, too often before you get that ding? L- like what I'm saying is, could that time be spent actually doing more damage?
0: Yes. that That is, there is, um, just, just from the past group that I, I was in, there were at least, let me think, two, three... Maybe only about three times where I kept hitting it, hitting it and hitting it and hitting it and basically the mob died before the thing popped. Okay. But literally, maybe only about two or three times, most of the time it did pop for me. Okay. And then even that even then what would be cool is I would cast my big nuke and then it would pop again. Right. And then pop again. So um, yeah, but you no, know, you're right. There's there's definitely a balancing act. We had we had a very good group. We had, I was going to say enough, your group
1: makes a difference.
0: Right. We had enough DPS damage per second. We had you know we had enough people putting out enough damage where I could sit back and, and yeah. try this and it worked over the long run. I mean the the other mage, I mean must have must have sat down and you know must have drank you know once or twice before I even sat down sat down the first time. So. Cool. So that's it for the Major's Tower for this week, and next up we're going to have a segment on a review of Guild Wars by Starman.
1: So for a few years now, Guild Wars has been getting a lot of attention, and it came out a few months ago. I took a look at it, bought the collector's edition. As I said, I'm not going to go into the details of the collector's edition. For a few years now, yeah.
0: So this two it, years. it was in it was in some different form before it was released.
1: Well, it it was screenshots and descriptions, and I have old magazines that actually mention Guild Wars in it. I was going through some old, I don't know, maybe Electronic Gaming Monthly before I put them out. Gotcha. Into the trash. And Guild Wars was mentioned quite a while ago. So, what I did was I picked it up. I wanted to see how it was. It's a very good game. I'm just going to preface it by saying that this is a very, very good game. Anybody interested in MMORPG should definitely pick it up. The downside of it is that anybody who's an MMORPG vet would probably breeze through this game very very fast and that's it. It's based on the old D&D level 20 rules just like Star Wars Knights of the Little Republic on the Xbox. The first impression I got from this game when the game starts it's got gorgeous music and well it just happened to be done by Jeremy Saul, who also did the music for Knights of the Old Republic. The graphics are gorgeous. It's got a little bit too much of a blooming effect in it. I think they went a little overboard on their blooming effect. The blooming effect is is like, I guess the best way I can describe it is sort of what you would, I don't know, it's hard to describe. It's like a heat coming off of objects or something. You, you get this shimmering, light shimmering off the objects.
0: Is that for objects like far in the distance, or for objects in under water reflections or fire reflections? No, it's
1: like a a blooming effect, like like light blooming off of objects. The the reflection, I, I gotta find a better way to describe it, but it's a little distracting because you don't get a clear view on your screen. You you get this, like I said, you get a shimmering effect over your screen, and I really don't like it. I had to turn that down.
0: The graphics though were pretty smooth. Do you the need graphics are gorgeous? Do you need really powerful hardware to play the game effectively, like with EQ two or I don't know, will because... it run on <laughs> on lower hardware.
1: I, you know, I didn't install it on this lower end PC that I got, so I I really don't know, but it works very well on my eight hundred XT, and the only thing that I found wrong with the graphics is that sometimes your character walks into things or you you think that you're walking up steps and you don't because there's like maybe a there's a steps in the necromancer tower where the steps are broken off and I go to the left of them away from the cracks and away from where it's broken off and it puts me on uh, where the cracks are. So it's, I walk into the cracks when I didn't mean to. So it's either like so a there's pathing or a collision pathing, bug. Yeah, there's a collision bug. And then also the animation when you're actually walking up steps needs a little bit of work. It's distracting. They put so much work into this. It would be nice if they polished it up a little bit. The UI could definitely use just a little bit of an improvement. The I play at sixteen by 12, 1600 by 1200 resolution. And even though I can read small text, the way that the text was laid out made things difficult to read. And the icons for some of the objects were just not drawn very well. The, the, the artwork could be just, again, improved slightly, polished, whatever you want to call it. The, uh, the flexibility on names, for example, there are a lot of MMORPGs out there that say, well, you cannot have these kinds of names. Well, you can name yourself pretty much, and I've seen some wacky names in this game. Well, that's great, because it gives people the ability to express their characters the way that they want with their names, but at the same time, you get a lot of screwed up names, which really takes you out of the game a little bit. I I like Sony's old, or Verant's old rules on naming your characters in the original EverQuest, where it had to be in the... The context of the world that you're playing in, so we, you, we
0: see the same thing in World of Warcraft also. Not from just a content, you know, making sure you not got bad any bad words in there, but you won't be able to, you know, pick names that may have been like you know certain fuzzy
1: bunny slippers, <laughs> yeah, or um, something like I, that. I'm
0: thinking more of like some of the you know characters from the lore that may not let you pick because oh, there's of course. like you know X Ra- you know, in there and you know just other names like that, right? But or um, any variations of it. Right. But um, we should probably mention that one of the, you know, as we're going through these details, some people may not realize that Guild Wars uh, has no monthly fee.
1: No, it doesn't have any monthly fee, which has been a, a big attraction to this game. Right. Although okay. it might hurt it because, like I said before, you can end this game fast. And unfortunately, if World of Warcraft wasn't out, God forbid, I'd probably be playing this game instead. And I would want the story to continue but unfortunately it ends fast and you're done right but so, it's like some
0: of the comments you had from the graphics part may, you know is not that you know may kind of you know when you think about that maybe be a little nitpicky you know there's only so much well, more oh, coming in being nitpicky. right and you know they did a great job with this a great job with that it would be nice if they tune this or tune that but you know the reality of the situation may be you know they have limited resources they have limited any income coming in just from initial sale of the game, and they'll probably have expansion packs where you have to pay for it. Um, But, you know, it's not like EQ or World of Warcraft would have a recurring monthly income where they can hire some developers to, you know, smooth some of the stuff out.
1: Right, right. So, it has that. There are some similarities to World of Warcraft, and there are minor nitpicks, like they use the same font, which is how the text is drawn, the, the style that the text is drawn then World of Warcraft uses the World of Warcraft uses a font called Fritz Quadrata, which I know because I have CorelDRA 6, and uh, uh, Guild Wars uses the same font. They also have the exclamation point. I'm, I'm actually doing it. <laughs> like I'm, I have right my over hand over my head. Mm-hmm. They actually have the exclamation point over people's heads when you have a quest. Uh, in EverQuest 2, what happens is if somebody has something for you, they'll speak to you they could have come up with something a little more original. Beyond that, I'd have to say this game is definitely a 9 out of 10. I highly recommend it. It's a good alternative to World of Warcraft. It's just that I hope that in the future it becomes a more prominent game as far as MMORPGs go because it, you could see that the people did a really good job but that they put a lot of time and effort into this game. And I think that everybody who loves MMORPGs should just go out and buy the game.
0: All All Alright, so we're uh, looking at the clock. We're uh, running a little over than we anticipated, so we're going to go right into our next segment, Uh, things that make you go, hmm, we've got several topics we want to talk about.
1: You ever notice that when you're taking a screenshot of a group that your name tag is not over your head?
0: Your name tag's not over your head even when you're looking at As yourself. annoying. You, you can't even like see who you are what guild you're in if you wanted to. Do you if know you a way to do to. it? I don't know a way no. to do it.
1: So you're, you're taking a screenshot of, let's say, a group. Let's say you busted your butt, you ran through some nasty instance, and you wanted to... I've done this. You want to take a screenshot of your group, and there's Bob, Carol, Ted, Alice, and you with no tag over your head. You're
0: taking a picture. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. There should be something, Blizzard, if you're listening, put our tags over our heads if we wanted them so that when we're taking a screenshot, I could see that there's me and there's my tag because it looks a little odd.
0: Why isn't it not there at all? I don't understand that because in EQ, it was there, but if you selected yourself, then you would see. Well, you you can toggle
1: it in EQ1 and EQ2. You could turn it on or off if you wanted there's to. There's not even a
0: choice in World of Warcraft. No, I,
1: I looked and I haven't been able to find one because I've, I've taken so many screenshots of groups and there's you know everybody and you know there's me with no tag. And sure, of course, I know who I am, but if I want to send the pictures to other people in the group, they're not going to know who I am. So you almost have to get somebody. Well, you can't do it in an instance, but you always like just like you're out on the boardwalk or in New York City or something. It's like, can you take our picture? <laughs> So you have to actually have somebody with a crappy video card taking your picture (laughs) just so you can have it. Then you get this pixelated junk that's at 640 by 480.
0: Which button do I push? Which button do I push?
1: (laughs) The print screen button. (laughs) Another thing I I wanted to talk about, which I mentioned last week, was whether or not anybody listens to any music while they play. And it's one thing that I tried to do years ago when I was playing EQ1. I, I can't do it because... When I'm playing as a healer, you gotta hear what's going on. I can't be cranking nine-inch nails or something when you're supposed to be listening to a mob coming at you from behind.
0: Yeah, that's Some... de- definitely something you've seen with the emergence of better video cards and better better audio cards. So, um, when right they, when they went to like a surround sound support, with, yeah. EAX support, then suddenly you can hear. This mob that's running from behind you, from the left speaker and the right speaker and all that. So I would definitely agree. I'm 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 definitely one of those other players who wants to hear and then and then I can announce. Here comes an ad. Yeah. You know, an additional mob that people may not see. It's behind you or stuff, and they're just so focused on this one. And oh, we got this other one or other two and uh, yeah you would definitely wouldn't hear that exactly if you're you're blasting different music right um we've got we've got a bunch of people who responded in the forums and it's a pretty wide gamut of things we had one person whose musical tastes were very diverse and even went so far as to say well if i'm kind of just soloing or doing or you know um maybe fishing or doing some other things then um I'll listen to classical music or stuff like that then it would switch to like like some hard rock <laughs> if I'm going <laughs> well, through an instance thing. if, and if things you, like that. And, if you look at my
1: iPod list, I've got, you know, stuff that that ranges anywhere from classical to rock and and that sort of thing. So yeah. But right. as, as, so, far as so the
0: general consensus kind of seemed to be even from the people who gave, did give us feedback was they do listen to it. And it does seem to be uh, situational if they're going through an instance, going through some group and things that are going nice, fast paced. They'll listen to something accordingly. One guy was saying like, like like techno and some other bands, which I wasn't too familiar with, but I think probably, you know, or like rock, maybe rock bands or some new age bands or things like that. But um, yeah, there are people out there who do like to listen to it. And now I, th- I think I might understand that person who just decides to keep pulling and pulling and pulling <laughs> <laughs> as hey, they're rocking out to some, it, to some it music. It
1: very well could be that the person who's doing the pulling and the pulling just <laughs> isn't paying attention because he's you know cranking whatever it is that he's right. doing.
0: And I can relate to it. I've I've definitely gotten some speeding tickets in my car when I had some Van Halen or some other you know good rock music <laughs> blasting up Van Halen. I just dated myself, didn't I? <laughs> uh,
1: well, I think we dated ourselves on release <laughs> one, so yeah. I don't think that's a problem. But there is some very good music in the game itself, except for Ironforge. I, I, nothing against the... composer. Oh, see, now I... I What's that? I, I, no, I forgot to write down the name of the composer for the uh, the World of Warcraft music, and I'm yeah. just like...
0: So you mentioned his name. I, A-H.
1: I was gonna mention. It. No, it's right here. I got it. I got it. Jason Hayes. There it is. He wrote some very good music for the game, except Iron Forge just drives me batty. I well, gotta turn it off.
0: Where, where, where you're in it so much. I know and you're you just are just hanging out the bank. It's
1: that of the A H. Even my daughter sings it. Daddy, does that drive you nuts? Yes. Stop it. So yeah. I have to turn it off then.
0: Certain Zones have some really cool music, though, that oh. definitely kind of oh, set Astronar. the mood. Astronaut. I was thinking more like around Scar- Scarlet Monastery or maybe some mm-hmm. of the other, like... Um uh, like Maraud and some of the instances where you have demons and undead and stuff like that. Some of that is real. I can remember like the first time I went through Maraud and then we went to this one part. I forget which which boss it was going to, but once you got close to him, that's really cool. The music cool. changed. Yeah, the music changes like situational. It changed when you got there. And I was like, wow, this is really cool.
1: It is. The, yeah, devs did a very good job in this game of keeping the music changing from area to area. Jason did a very good job in composing the music, so my vote is to just listen to in-game music, except when I'm in Ironforge, that music just keeps bashing me in the head.
0: (laughs) That's because we just, you hear it too often. You're in the bank, you're in the A.H., you're just hanging around waiting for a group, and it's just, it it crawls under your skin way too fast.
1: The other thing that we were going to do today is because it's getting rather close to football season.
0: we're running low on time. Oh, that's right.
1: No, not, not well, we are running low. We're, Gonna have to wrap this up soon, but it is getting to that time of the year when football is gonna start. Absolutely. And although I'm personally not into it, I know you are big time. You're into fantasy football. I run a league, and y- yes, you run a league, and you've been trying to recruit me, and I just don't know enough about football. That's Even fine. Even though I watch it every week, and I'll just sit there and and, and go Giants, but <laughs> I just don't know enough of the players and the stats, and I, I just don't follow it enough to to run a team well, but. What I have found is that there are some very wacky fantasy football team names. Mm-hmm. I know what you're I'm not gonna mention yours because I don't know if you want to keep it private, but we came up with a few. What I want people to do on the forum is post some World of Warcraft related fantasy football names. Maybe it'll give some people ideas for this upcoming season. I came up with four and they're horribly lame. <laughs>
0: not that they're not that well, bad.
1: you didn't come up with any, so <laughs> So here we go. Kill Steelers And see if you can get the pun in that uh-huh. one. Grid Iron Forge. That's pretty good, actually. Infernals. But that's only because it's a cool name as it is. Yeah, it's pretty good. And Super Dust Bowl.
0: Super Dust Bowl. Is, um, gotcha. Not
1: Barrens. Um, Badlands. There's an mm-hmm. area in the Dust Badlands. Ball. Yep. called the Dust Bowl. So that's where I came up with that one. If you come up with any more, post them on the
0: forums. Definitely. 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 So um, that's uh, www.worldofwarcast.com slash forum. And we'll, we'll go ahead and start that in the featured section under things that make you go, hmm. Hmm. Hmm.
1: Right, we're going to have to wrap this up right now. Yes. Um, it's getting close. GarageBand is showing that we're coming up on an hour. We're doing pretty good this time. Except, definitely. again, I just want to say that from now on we're not going to say what we're going to do next week because we just can't yeah
0: as 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 we seen as i mentioned before you know we've got lots and lots of great ideas and great topics and as we sit down and you know try to think this out and go through before you know it you know an hour goes by like before you know it mm-hmm. so um so again please don't take any offense we take all the suggestions to heart they're great, some great ideas. We're going to try to get to them as best we can, as quickly as we can. We right. really just can't say exactly when you're going to see a specific
1: topic. Yeah, we could sit here and podcast all week, but we're not getting paid for it. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> that, that would, would be nice. That would be very well, nice. No, it wouldn't. be. Uh, no. <laughs> I, I love doing this, but I, I don't know. I can't sit here and talk for an entire week straight.
0: <laughs> it's, it's tough. It's, it's tough. As some other uh, radio announcers... Uh, so, uh,
1: I don't know how they do it. I really don't. I, I listen to a couple of classic rock stations here in the New York area, and I just don't know how they do it.
0: Well, I listen to a very popular talk type show, which I really don't want to, you know, specifically yeah, a, say. You who listen they are, to Opie and Anthony. Okay, fine. So <laughs> I'm a recent O&A convert, and uh, you know, it's 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 ironic. Before I started doing this podcast, um, they would they would mention that, and I would they would, well I should say they they mentioned the fact that it's not an easy job. They do a 4 hour daily broadcast mm-hmm. on recent topics on other things some maybe some old stuff that, you know, that they may have done and um, if you if you, you know, I can just see it now from having to do and you just a 1 hour weekly spot all the the, the trials we go through all the ums oh, and yeah. homes and hums and, oh, what was I talking about? What do I need to say? <laughs> all that kind of stuff, you know? You listen to some of the outtakes, you just get a sample of all the stuff we to get re- it out. We only
1: have two outtakes this time. Yeah. So we, we did a better job. The last podcast, I hate, oh my God, this is going to embarrass me, but the last podcast took seven hours to do. Right. Be- because we're just watching the clock too much, we're screwing up too much. This one only took two and a half hours.
0: Right. So anyway, we're, as we said, we're running low on time so we're going to go ahead and wrap it up from here. We're just about at the one hour mark so we'll go ahead and um, sign off for this week. This is uh, the third episode of World of Warcast podcasting to all of Azeroth. Uh, come visit our website at www.worldofwarcast.com Go to a slash forum to check out our forums and feel free to post suggestions and comments and any uh, feedback you may have on our Uh, featured bits there are specific forms for that and thanks uh, thanks all for listening thanks for the great feedback
1: i just want to add one thing if you're subscribing to the podcast and using itunes i would prefer that everybody use the direct link through itunes as opposed to grabbing a direct link from the website for two reasons one it's easier for you as the user to subscribe to it because itunes will automatically update it and two because then our ranking goes up.
0: <laughs> there you go. But
1: our ranking is probably going to go up from like 6373 to 6372 <laughs> because I'm sure we're rather low on the list, but it's a ranking nonetheless. Right.
0: So once again, thanks for listening. Thanks for all the great feedback. Uh feel free to post in our forums. You can email me at lindian at worldofwarcast.com and Starman. Me,
1: Starman at worldofwarcast.com.
0: For any uh, suggestions, anything you want to hear in a show, and or, or post on the forum. So, again, thanks for listening and uh, signing off for episode three. Take care, all. Don't forget to use your blinkers. As you just sit there and just let me hang out to dry. <laughs> what was I gonna say? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta keep Honestly, that one. T- all right, here come the outtakes. We can announce the outtakes. Those are Easter eggs. We shouldn't even mention them in the regular cast. We can. No, you can't. Yes, They're I Easter can. eggs.
1: <laughs> I'm disconnected from server. Okay. Wait, I'm going to log in. Oh, look. Remember
0: account name.
1: I didn't notice that before they crammed it in between the ESRB notice and community site. Yeah,
0: it is pretty small.
1: There are a couple people that didn't is notice that.
0: Is that an aerial font? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't, that is actually... No, wait. This is Fritz Quadrata. That is Arial narrow.
0: Oh, okay, not the remember account name. It's probably like an eight point. Can't even, can't even see it.
1: And that's my character. There like, she we're, is. We're, <laughs> and we're going to Felwood. <laughs>